T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Some heartbreak for political newcomer and Republican Herschel Walker, who has lost his bid for U.S. Senate in Georgia's runoff election. Fox's Aisha Hasni reports from Atlanta. Herschel Walker was hoping that this would be his overtime win. Instead, he took that stage looking very disappointed and downcast as he made his concession speech. We've had a tough journey, have we not? But one of the things I said is when they called the race, I said the numbers doesn't look like they're going to add up. Senator Warnock taking the stage to accept victory just a short time after that. You believe, as I do, that democracy is the political enactment of a spiritual idea. Voter turnout here may have been the deciding factor in this race. More than 3 million people voted in this runoff, but a whopping 1.9 million voted early or by mail. And we know those earlies usually favor the Democrat. Warnock and Walker were separated by just a few thousand votes. A woman is dead following an accident north of Wichita Tuesday morning at 85th and Hydraulic. The Park City Police Department says 34-year-old Lewis Toombs was driving a large flatbed truck south on Hydraulic, failed to yield the right-of-way at a stop sign at 85th Street. The truck hit a passenger car traveling westbound on 85th. Driver of the car, 63-year-old Judy Ward of Valley Center, died at the scene. Toombs was taken to an area hospital to be checked for injuries. Investigations are underway after students at one Kansas school reportedly yelled racist and offensive remarks or taunts at the other school's basketball teams. The basketball coach at Topeka High School says their men's basketball team faced, quote, outright racism when they played Valley Center High School last Saturday. An initial investigation uncovered inappropriate behavior, but not specifically any racist taunts from students during the game. A petition has been started to have Valley Center High School fans removed from future sporting events. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. The Valley Center School District has canceled classes for today following online threats. In an email to parents, the district says, out of an abundance of caution, after consulting with local law enforcement, all USD 262 buildings in Valley Center are closed and all activities are canceled. This comes after claims of racial slurs Threats and taunts during a basketball game last Saturday with Topeka High School, as you heard in that report with from uh, Dan O'Neill. 
The city of Wichita has approved agreements with the Firefighters Union and the Teamsters Airport Union. The three-year agreement covers 452 commissioned fire employees. In the first year of the contract, the new pay matrix will reflect a 9% general pay adjustment with no merit increase. EMTs with certification and three years of service will earn more as well. Ted Bush, president of the local firefighters union, calls the agreement a new chapter for the organization and had this message for Wichitans. Your support and commitment to our cause has been unwavering and your kindness has been overwhelming. We will continue to serve each one of you with pride, professionalism, and gratitude. The city council also approved a three-year agreement with the airport union, which represents 24 employees at the Wichita airport. The new pay matrix reflects a 6% general pay adjustment, including a merit step movement equal to 2.5% to eligible employees on their anniversary date next year. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will hear from a task force looking into policies at the county's juvenile intake and assessment center. The task force was formed after the death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofton during a struggle with detention officers. County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. The task force has done a, a fantastic job of, of reviewing so many things, including, you know, the, the rec- and made many recommendations. And we have already implemented many of them, and the others were just either a uh, capital cost or a staffing uh, 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 shortage. But I think we're getting there. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past 6 o'clock. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 6.10 now, 10 minutes past 6 o'clock. There are changes for drivers who use the North Junction beginning today. The westbound K254 exit to southbound I-135 is shut down for construction. Work crews will be building a lane extension for the ramp. KDOT spokesman Tom Hines says the detour will add about 10 minutes to the commute, but it shouldn't be confusing for drivers. We'll be using uh, portable message boards to direct traffic onto southbound 235. Exit at Broadway, get back on to northbound 235, and then back to southbound 135, where they wanted to go in the first place. Project will take about two months to complete, depending on the weather. Former President Trump's company was convicted of tax fraud Tuesday for helping executives dodge taxes. Fox's Trace Gallagher reports. After 10 hours of deliberations, the jury found the Trump organization guilty of widespread, long-running financial crimes. It was a scheme they said was to cheat on taxes, though Trump himself was not charged in this case. Prosecutors say the former president explicitly sanctioned the scheme by signing off on deceptive practices, personally paying for fraudulent perks for some executives, and giving his okay to a key part of the plot. The former president's people say not true. The company faces a fine of up to $1.6 million. Sentencing is scheduled for January 13th. The defense says it will appeal. 
A judge dismissed a murder lawsuit against Saudi Arabia's crown prince. A lawsuit against Saudi Arabia's Mohammed bin Salman in the killing of U.S. journalist Jamal Khashoggi dismissed by a federal judge who determined the crown prince was entitled to sovereign immunity despite credible allegations he was involved in the murder, citing the Biden administration insisting he was legally immune as a head of government. Khashoggi, a columnist for the Washington Post who wrote critically about the prince, killed by a team of Saudi officials at the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in 2018. The U.S. intelligence community finding the prince ordered the killing, which he denies. Khashoggi's fiancé and a pro-democracy group he founded suing. The dismissal means the prince can now travel to the U.S. freely. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612. 12 minutes past 6 o'clock here on KNSS. I have a pretty thick fog. Yeah, it's foggy, yeah. In the area right now. In fact, the uh, Eisenhower National Airport had visibility listed at uh, one quarter of a mile. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. So, uh, remember, keep those low beams on. It's probably a given, but uh, yeah, keep the low beams on and make sure you're driving very carefully out there. Uh, haven't had any uh, accidents pop up just yet. However, uh, Traffic volumes really haven't picked up all that much either. So, again, just be very careful out there today. we got some fog in the area. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With some low clouds and patchy fog to start today, cloud cover will be slow to move out today. In fact, we'll be in the upper 40s near 50 for the high this afternoon with a light easterly wind. As a low-pressure system moves in from the west, areas of rain begin around 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, are low in the low 40s, showers and even a few thunderstorms through about noontime tomorrow with a high 54. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Oh, we have fog and light drizzle, 37 degrees, north wind at 5 miles per hour. Today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. We, we had a sunny day across central Kansas Tuesday, which is outside temperature 47 degrees, Normal high for the date, 48. On this date in 1987, a strong cold front brought wind-whipped snow to the central Rockies. Boulder, Colorado, lashed by westerly winds that reached 93 miles per hour. Holy smokes. Yeesh. East of the cold front, south winds sent temperatures in western Kansas soaring into the 60s for the sixth day in a row. That was in eastern Kansas, or western Kansas, to east of the Rockies. All right. 614, Stephen did. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Good morning. You know what this is? December 7th on December this day. December 7th. 1941, the Empire of Japan launched an air raid on the U.S. Navy bases at Pearl Harbor in Hawaii, as well as targets in Malaya, Hong Kong, Guam, the Philippines, and Wake Island. The United States declared war against Japan the next day. Surprise attack on a Sunday morning. On a Sunday morning. And today... Uh, First of all, the, the uh, Governor Kelly has ordered flags at half-staff today in uh, commemoration of, of uh, Pearl Harbor. We have a short ceremony to be held this morning at Veterans Memorial Park in Wichita. It's going to be held at 8 a.m. this morning at the Pearl Harbor Survivors Memorial. The event will include the playing of the national anthem, reciting the Pledge of Allegiance, invocation, a few brief remarks, a three-volley rifle salute by the American Legion Post 4 Honor Guard, and the playing of taps. Yeah, I'll be doing that all in the fog. Yep, it looks like it. Public is invited to attend, but since there will be a sh- such a short event, and no seating will be provided. So if you go down, I guess take a lawn chair if you need to sit down. That's at eight o'clock this morning. Eight o'clock this morning here 
in Wichita. More than two decades after a tiny Greek Orthodox church in lower Manhattan was destroyed by the falling South Tower of the World Trade Center, that church's far grander replacement opened to the public this week in an elevated park overlooking the rebuilt Trade Center's Memorial Plaza. The new St. Nicholas Greek Orthodox Church and National Shrine hosted its first first liturgy service Tuesday to mark the Feast of St. Nicholas and is preparing to welcome visitors of all faiths who want to remember the victims of the September 11, 2001 terrorist attack. Completion of the project, one of the last pieces of the newly built World Trade Center complex, once seemed in doubt. Greek Orthodox Archdiocese of America and the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, which owns the World Trade Center, battled in court over where the new church would be built before agreeing to Liberty Park, just south of the main Trade Center site. All right. So you got a little church that's been rebuilt there. That'd be a place where if you went to the site, I think it would be nice if they would let you come in and light a candle, have a few quiet minute, moments, you know, in memory. 616 now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Ted, we got... Uh, what do we got going on this morning? Well, for one thing, later on this morning, we have Tickets to Journey, the Freedom Tour 2023, and that's coming up uh, in April. Yeah, Journey and Toto. And Toto. Opening act's pretty good. Pretty Yeah. We'll have a couple of tickets to give away this morning sometime, so be listening for your chance. Yeah, to tune in for that. Be sure to listen up. And there are other things to listen to, but that's one thing there. One of the things we like to have you listen for here with Stephen Ted, it's our sports report, and here it is—the first one of the day with Ted Woodward, the leadoff sports this morning. Good morning, Ted. Good morning. Yeah, we had men's basketball action in Manhattan last night. Kansas State hosting Abilene Christian. K State got down by 14 points in this one, but they went on a 14 to four run right before halftime, and then they kept the offense going and scored 46 more points in the second half. Ooh. Came back and beat Abilene Christian pretty good. 81 64, 7,100 fans for that one last night at the Bramlage Coliseum. K State, back to back wins, now 8 and 1 on the season. They're undefeated at home, 64% shooting in the second half. Junior, David Gasson, career high 23 points. He didn't miss, 9 for 9 from the field. Pretty good shooting. Getting the ball, get him the ball. <laughs> man, now, K State with the 17 point win last night. We'll be talking Kansas basketball tonight, the weekly edition of KU Hawk Talk with head men's basketball coach Bill Self. That'll be at 6 o'clock tonight on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. The sixth-ranked Jayhawks have the whole week off getting ready for a road trip to visit undefeated Missouri on Saturday afternoon. So a lot to talk about with Coach Self tonight on Hawk Talk. We've got a huge nationally-ranked matchup of teams in JUCO basketball tonight over in El Dorado. As 24th-ranked Butler Community College is hosting a top-10 team, 8th-ranked Dodge City. Dodge is on a nine-game winning streak. Butler has won four in a row. So one of those streaks will come to an end tonight. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of a pretty good game right there. Butler and Dodge, both nationally ranked. And Dennis will begin his coverage at 7.15 tonight. And that game will be on KFH. We've got uh, basketball here in town tonight on the west side if you want to take in some hoops. Newman University is hosting Pittsburgh State. The Jets and the Gorillas go at it. The women's game starts at 5.30, the men's game after that. Both Newman men and women are unbeaten at home so far this season, and it's the conference home opener. And right across the street, you've got basketball tonight for Friends University, hosting St. Mary. Women start at 6 o'clock, the men after that. The Friends women are undefeated at home. 
They're on a three-game winning streak right now, and they're tied for first atop the conference standings right now. So we've got some chance to see some basketball here in town tonight. And a happy birthday, a baseball birthday today for a guy that pitched here in Wichita that never got above double A, but certainly a guy that uh, I remember. Steve Prohoda is his name. Big guy, big tall left-hander. But he didn't throw hard. He, huh. he didn't have a he, – he wasn't – velocity wasn't his thing. It was location and speed. He pitched for the Wranglers in 1997-98 and for the Texas League champs in 1999. Spent three years here. During those three years, he won 17 games, had 15 saves, but the Royals never called him up. Never got He never got above double A. Wow. At times, he would throw a really, really, really slow pitch. They called it a Bugs Bunny pitch. You've seen the Bugs Bunny cartoon where he throws the slow pitch yeah. and the guy, the batter swings at it three times yeah, yeah. and still great strikes cartoon. out. Yeah. Yeah. Prohoda would throw that. It, 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 it would go less than 60 miles an hour. Sometimes it would be like 58, 57 miles an hour. Yeah. And guys are just completely baffled by it. Usually a pretty good pitcher, but there was one night, I remember they brought him in out of the bullpen in a 0-0 game into the 11th inning. And apparently... It was his ending to do with what he wanted to because he they they didn't really they didn't take him out he gave up eleven runs <laughs> it was so it was zero zero going into the eleventh and he gave up eleven runs in an eleven to nothing in loss one in one inning <laughs> but yeah but other than that night he was usually pretty entertaining to watch happy birthday to former Wranglers pitcher Steve Prohoda he is fifty today that's sports with Steven Taylor. I can imagine you know I'm in a dugout and we're, he's giving up four or five runs. Eh? Let's leave him out there and see how far it'll go. Well, it's kind of one of those deals where, you know, <laughs> the, it was one of those deals probably where the bullpen had already been taxed. Yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, you need to pitch an inning for us. And, <laughs> and it, it wasn't working that night. <laughs> the slow ball wasn't slow enough. 621 now. Keep it in for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Heart disease and diet. We'll be talking about that coming up. Steve Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Start NFL Week 14 off right with an O's. Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 6.30 on a Wednesday morning, 37 degrees. And watch it if you are driving. There is fog and light drizzle out there. An important deadline is here for America's seniors. Today is the deadline for Medicare open enrollment for those who qualify. People can sign up at ssa.gov by calling the Social Security Administration or contacting your local Social Security office. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services website says anyone who wasn't able to contact the Social Security Administration in 2022 because of problems with telephone systems can get extra time to sign up. Those on Social Security will be getting added benefits starting next year, with the cost of living adjustment rising to 8.7%, the largest increase since the early 1980s. That comes from inflation making everyday living necessities more expensive. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News. It took just more than an hour, but after a 4-2 vote yesterday, the Wichita City Council approved moving ahead on a plan to help the city's homeless. If the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development approves the plan, the city would receive just over $5.5 million in ARPA funding. The city wants to develop or purchase a single site to house a center for services, shelter, and affordable housing units. Should the project not start within a year, the Housing Department will issue a new RFP to fund multiple projects. 
Representatives from Humankind Ministries and other agencies spoke to the council, voicing concerns about a number of topics, including sustainability. According to HUD guidelines, the project must remain in compliance with funding for 15 years or the city would risk paying back the federal government the $5.5 million grant. Rodney Price, KNSS News. At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will hear from a task force looking into policies at the county's Juvenile Intake and Assessment Center. Task force was formed after the death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofton during a struggle with detention officers. County Commissioner Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. Some of the uh, recommendations are, are or with the state uh, juvenile justice system or the state uh, foster care system. And so we even, we've shared all of that task force stuff with all the appropriate uh, state agencies as well. So I think it's a, it's a comprehensive uh, review that task force did. Meitner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Today marks the attack on Pearl Harbor 81 years ago. That's when the Imperial Japanese Navy launched its sneak attack on America's naval base in Hawaii, bringing the United States into World War II. More than 2,400 American service members and civilians were killed, and more than 1,000 were wounded in the attack. The bombing raid also destroyed nearly 20 American naval vessels and more than 300 aircraft. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly has ordered flags to be flown at half-staff starting today through sundown tomorrow. The Wichita State University Culinary Program is looking for potential students. The first class will begin after the first of the year. Vice President for General Education Jennifer Seymour says students will have the option to earn a technical certificate, which takes a year, or an associate's degree, which takes two years. We feel like this is a hotbed for culinary, and we want to just continue to add to the opportunity and grow the experience and make sure that students who come out of these programs are top-notch. The Niche Institute is located near Broadway and William in downtown Wichita. More states are banning TikTok amid growing concerns about the popular Chinese-owned app. The Defense Department has already banned service members from having it on their devices. Maryland's Republican Governor Larry Hogan announced a ban on TikTok on all devices in the state's executive branch. South Carolina's Republican Governor announced a ban of TikTok from all state-owned devices. South Dakota's Republican Governor announced a similar ban last week. But some Democrats are concerned as well, including Virginia Senator Mark Warner, who told the Fox News Rundown podcast this week. And the administration has been promising now for over a year they could find a way to make TikTok safe. I am a skeptic. I want to see what they come up with. Warner says not only can the app make influential algorithmic recommendations and restrict content, but it can take data off of your phone. Jessica Rosenthal, Fox News. Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. A storm system currently in the southwestern part of the country heads for the Rockies and eventually moves into the plains by late tonight. Ahead of that, we're seeing some patchy areas of fog, widespread clouds today with a high 49. Rain moves in after midnight, Tello 42, showers through noontime tomorrow with a high 54. I'm KNSS meteorologist Ann Holiday. Now fog, light drizzle, 37 degrees, north wind at 5 miles per hour, 635. Stephen Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Ted, this is December 7th on this date in 1963. During the Army-Navy game, videotaped instant replay was used for the first time <laughs> in a live sports telecast. And just look what, where that's gone since that day. What year was that? 1963. 63. Look what's happened in the last 60 years. Now, it's, 
it's, it's you can't it watch. gets in the middle of games. It interrupts the flow. You have to yeah. do There's super slow mo. Big screen showing it to the players. And a, it's it's there to stay. It's changed. It's it changed. changed yeah, it certainly has. Yeah, I to me going to a football game is is great, but you miss a lot of it. If you, TV, it's made for TV. Oh yeah. It's no doubt about definitely it. a TV product. Uh, the other day, uh, with the Chiefs, though, they were on in a I, – I just uh, – and just, uh, the delay is, is 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 crazy, but I had to have Mitch on. I turn on Mitch on the radio. So That's what I do, too. Also, so I can get some real information mm-hmm. and some excitement. He's, yeah. he's always so much fun. All right. Uh, right here on KNSS, yeah, by the way. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. After more than a half century, Boeing is rolling out its last – 747 out of a Washington State factory. The jumbo jet, which has taken on numerous roles as a cargo plane, Mm -hmm. a commercial aircraft capable of carrying nearly 500 passengers, and as the Air Force One presidential aircraft debuted in 1969. It was the largest commercial aircraft in the world and the first with two aisles, and it still towers over most other planes. Yeah, it's a workhorse. It's a legend. 747 design can, included a second deck extending from the cockpit back uh, over the first third of the plane, giving it that distinctive hump mm-hmm. that made the plane instantly recognizable and inspired a nickname, the whale. Yeah. It took uh, more than 50,000 Boeing employees less than 16 months to churn out the first 747. The company has completed 1,573 more since then. Hmm. Imagine they're all flying, or I think I don't know. Would you retire something like that? I don't know. Some of those planes are fifty years old. That's right. Sure, sure. Some of them have been retired. It's not like it's a B fifty (laughs) two, which they first built in nineteen what fifty four. All right, we've got uh, some exciting things going on with Steve and Ted's show this morning. Uh, Disney's Avatar: The Way of the Water is going to be showing at uh, the Boulevard Theaters in Town West Square. And we have uh, a screening on December 15th coming up at 7 p.m. And sometime today and this week, we'll be giving away tickets to go see Disney Avatar, The Way of the Water. How about that? And uh, Friday afternoon, I'm going to be appearing in the 5 o'clock hour at Taco Bell at 21st and Ridge for Christmas cash. Taco Bell Christmas cash, $98 will be presented to somebody at hey now coming through that drive-up through that drive-up window and... Uh, it could be you. That's going to be Friday afternoon in the dinner hour around Very five, good. 5 o'clock. 6.38 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for our KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. A combination of profit-taking, technical selling, and head selling resulted in the live cattle and feeder cattle futures closing with triple-digit losses yesterday. They all gapped lower on the opening yesterday morning after the past several sessions we have been trending to the upside. Now, box beef prices is also trending lower. Lean hog futures yesterday also gapped lower on the open and ended the session with triple-digit losses. The cattle and hog futures back on Monday had several deferred contracts scoring new contract highs. On the close yesterday, February live cattle, $2.20 lower at $153.62. January feeders down $1.97 at $181.80. And February lean hogs, $3.60 lower at $86.92. 
The Commodities Tuesday had another session of negative trading and closes in some of the ag markets, equity, and energy markets. Wheat futures had a third straight session of double-digit losses. Chicago wheat had its lowest trade since September 29th of 2021. January crude oil had its lowest trade yesterday since January 10th of this year. We're seeing a little bit of recovery in some of the sectors this morning. March Kansas City wheat's up six and a quarter cents at eight thirty-six and a quarter. March corn down a penny at six thirty-six and a quarter. And January soybeans six and a quarter cents higher at fourteen sixty-one and a quarter. January crude oil a dime lower at seventy-four fifteen. February gold's up two dollars and ninety cents at seventeen hundred eighty-five thirty. December S and P twenty-seven and a quarter points lower at thirty-nine hundred seventeen and three quarters. December dollar index twenty cents lower. $105.34 and December Dow Jones futures 153 points lower at 33480 For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Got some dense fog over here in the Wichita area this morning. What's going on in Augusta? Have you seen any fog over there? Yes, we do. We've got the same thing. Same thing. Got, got the fog then. Okay. You bet. So how's the commodity market this week overall? How's it looking? Well, it's not looking all that great. Like I said yesterday, we saw more downside in our equity markets. We saw more downside in our energy markets. Our wheat futures continue to have a tough time trying to find a bottom out here, despite the fact that we're looking at very poor wheat crops here in the southern plains going into the winter time period. But we're also looking at the fact that we can't compete with the Russian and Ukrainian cheap wheat. Well, and you say... Our weak wheat crop here in Kansas, is that because of the dryness, or, or what, what are the factors there? Yes. Yes, it's because of the dryness, Steve. There's a lot of areas where the wheat just didn't come up or didn't come up good, and it's lacking moisture going into the winter, and this dry dirt is not good. And that doesn't mean we can't come back this spring and see some ideal conditions help us out, but right now things are looking pretty bleak for that. All right. Thank you. We will check with you again tomorrow morning, sir. 641 now. Stephen 10 in the morning on KNSS. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, standing by, ready to come on and tell us about retiring in a recession. Okay. It's on the way. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted in the morning, KNSS. 6.46 here on a Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. An investigation is underway into a reported racial incident at a Valley Center Topeka High School basketball game. Two. Valley Center woman is dead after her car was hit by a truck north of Wichita. Truck driver apparently failed to yield. One. Democrat Raphael Warnock defeats Republican Herschel Walker in runoff for U.S. Senate seat in Arizona. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Well, right now, really all that we have uh, to talk about in traffic is that uh, really heavy fog out there seen uh, on the Witchway cameras. Uh, just taking a look at it, some areas where that fog's pretty dense out there. Eisenhower National Airport has it listed as one quarter mile of visibility in it and maybe even less than that in some places it looks uh, fairly heavy fog out there so just remember uh, of course you've got the low beams on now but to keep those low beams on and just to make sure that you're uh, being extra cautious on the roadways traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire located downtown at Market and Waterman online at carlstire.com your home for complete car care patchy fog this morning then mostly cloudy today with a high of 49 degrees tuesday's high was 47 by the way 100 percent chance for rain and thunderstorms tonight it's gonna rain overnight low 41 thursday tomorrow 30 percent chance for morning rain then mostly cloudy tomorrow's high 54 degrees now fog, light drizzle, north wind at 5 miles per hour. And we're looking at 37 degrees. With Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Stocks closed down Tuesday, extending recent losses. Stocks falling for a second day as strong economic data continue to cast doubts on whether the Fed can slow down its pace of interest rate hikes. NRG Energy stock tumbling over 15% after the utility said it agreed to buy Vivint Smart Home for $2.8 billion. Vivint stock surging over 32%, while Textron stock popped 5% after the industrial firm's Bell Unit won an $80 billion contract with the U.S. Army to provide next-generation helicopters. The Dow winners, United Health Group, Travelers and J.P. Morgan Chase, the Dow Decliners, Goldman Sachs, Chevron, and Boeing. The Dow falling 351 points, the Nasdaq down 225, S&P 500 down 58. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. In a sharp reversal, China has announced a series of measures rolling back some of its most draconian anti-COVID-19 restrictions. The National Health Commission, in a 10-point announcement Wednesday, stipulated that COVID-19 tests and a clean bill of health displayed on a smartphone app would no longer be required, apart from vulnerable areas such as nurseries, elderly care facilities, and schools. It also limited the scale of lockdown to individual apartment floors and buildings rather than entire districts and neighborhoods. So apparently China is 
easing up a little bit on their restrictions. Remember when we had to do that? Check in on an app every morning just to come to work? We did. That's yeah. right, Ted. We had a uh, little the thermometer right out here by the, the door, and mm-hmm. we had to check in and get on the get on the inter- the inter- on the internet and check on that way too. Yeah, before we could come in the door. Six forty nine now. Come on, even six fifty. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Retiring in a recession. Don Grant, CMP, the Money Trackers, with us this morning as always. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. As you know, no one can accurately predict what's in store for the American economy. But many economists project that once we see unemployment rise a bit more, other indicators show that we're facing a mild recession in 2023. If you're planning on retiring in the next three to nine months, you may drop right into it. Well, should you worry? Well, before you pull that ripcord at work, remember that recessions can last from less than a year to several years. But most recessions are very short-lived. The average is 17 months. And while Main Street may be suffering from wage loss and business decline, the stock market has historically turned around and is in recovery well before the recession is going full bore. That means if you're depending upon monies from your IRA, there's a good chance that your investments will be well on the way to recovery even during the recession. Well, what can you do? Well, check with your certified financial planner practitioner to at least, you know, at least quarterly so that you have a good idea of how your investments are progressing relative to the recession. Your CFP can give guidance on when would be a good time to leave the workforce and from where you should pull income. By, you know, when the recession is declared by the National Bureau of Economic Research, you will need to ignore all of the noise from the media. A recession will be a headline. It could provoke you to make unwise financial decisions. Once again, your CFP professional has guidance based upon your specifics. If you have set an immediate, you know, an immovable immediate date for retirement, there are good and bad ways to take your income. Investments that are higher risk may have been hit hard by recent market crashes. However, you may have cash in less volatile investments that would be right to use until the markets recover. Trust that recessions are an aspect of a normal economic cycle. They happen. Don't panic. Review your portfolio. Make changes as this may occur again at some point in the future. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call, number 634-2222. Just ask for me, Don Grant. Don, as you know, uh, the monarch uh, in Delano is one of our advertisers here on KNSS. And Jen uh-huh. Gen- has, has been supporting us and advertising with us, gosh, for I don't know how long. Well, almost since yeah, she, I know Jen. Almost know since Jen. she started. Yeah, yeah the, the Monarchs celebrating their 10-year anniversary this month. And oh, wow. Uh, on Friday, they're going to have a special Chamber of Commerce uh, reception and ribbon-cutting ceremony down there to mark the 10-year yeah, you're anniversary. You're cutting the ribbon? No. Uh, I just, Ted and I were invited, and our schedule won't let us go. So, oh no, yeah, you know, if Jen uh, is listening this morning, Jen, that's why we won't be there. It's because we got to work. We would love to come down there. Councilman Jeff Lubaugh is going to take some, uh, is going to make some comments. They're going to have, anyway, this is, that's not, uh, not really for the public. The public on Saturday from 11 to 7, they're going to have a kind of a party down there. So, oh, great, uh, great. Makes, well, congratulations to Jen. She's done an amazing job mm-hmm. with that. You know, she has. And when I first went in there, I, I thought, hmm, these sandwiches, but they got better and better and better. 
and now she's got a terrific place to go, and it's a it's a a garden spot in downtown Wichita. If you if if you haven't heard, you should ask her the story about that whole place. There is a there is a big story behind that. Yep, I think I've be, heard it. Be how she how she got it going and how she got the name and yeah. oh. and how she took control and yeah, so it's a pretty interesting story. It's been a success. Well, today, of course, yeah, National Pearl Harbor Remembrance Day, and we've been talking about yeah. that already this morning, the Japanese attack. Uh, we had already, you know, it was it was so close to war out there. I mean, <laughs> we weren't getting along, and, and the Japanese were already attacking everybody in that area, the Chinese and whatnot, and, and I think that we slapped an oil embargo on them, and, and, and just, it was, you could see this coming. If I, The way I'm reading history, everybody could see this coming, although they couldn't yeah. see a surprise attack. I mean, war yeah. was war was probably inevitable for most folks, but uh, the well, surprise was, attack. Yeah, and that's why wasn't I, there wasn't there warning, and wasn't there wasn't there a, 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 some sort of an intercept of a message that didn't get through to the top brass? Supposedly, but uh, one of the interesting yeah. things about World War II that that I've studied in history is that uh, we, we we especially the British were really good about uh, decoding and getting the codes from both right. the Japanese and the Germans. We we knew what they were going to do not lots of times before they knew what they were going to do. At any rate, the flags are at half-staff today in Kansas. Uh, Governor Kelly's declared uh, uh, Pearl Harbor Day. I'll tell you, Ted, you've, you've never been to Hawaii, have you, Ted? I have not. I, you probably have, Don. But uh, I I have. My reserve, my reserve unit used to drill at Makalapa, which is right at Pearl Harbor. So okay. we, were, we were right there, and I've been out on that tour a number of times, and if it doesn't, if it doesn't make you think about how great our country is, something's wrong with you. Yeah, you know, we're talking about going out and uh, on the harbor there and, and the, the the monument, this, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see that. That's the one thing I'd like. Oh, Hawaii would be a nice place to visit, but that's one of the things I would have to do if I went there. All right, Pearl Harbor Day. Thank you, Don. We'll check with you again tomorrow Thank morning, six fifty-five. Stephen Ted coming up. The news at the top of the hour, seven o'clock as always with Stephen Ted. Democrat wins runoff for U.S. Senate seat from Arizona. That is our top story in Georgia. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, Georgia. Uh, I, why have I? I've wrote, I wrote Georgia. I wrote Arizona here. Okay. What well, that's that? another state. They're it's still a, counting votes, okay. too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 656 Stephen Ted. Stay, keep it here. Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Fortis Advisors is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Are you trying to game plan for retirement on your own? Retirement is a team sport. Market Advisory Group. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. 
Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 